On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we discover true love in The Last of Us Episode 3. Let's get right into it. A video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie and TV podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesperance. And I'm Travis Colnut. This week we are covering episode three of The Last of Us uh, called Long Long Time. If you haven't listened to our first two episodes of the series, I would recommend that you go back, download those episodes first, and then come back to this one because we're about to punch you in the gut real hard. Mm. Uh... I don't even know where to start because this piece of television is perfect. It's perfect. I can't argue with you. Well, well, I promised I would bring two mins and I did. So I guess wow. it's not perfect, but yeah, how? <laughs> I did. Oh, we'll get there, don't worry. Um so so the lead up into this episode releasing mm-hmm. was a lot so much hype. And I'm going very like Last of Us blind because I just don't want to engage with too much like media that's talking about the show because mm-hmm. I don't want to just like come on and just regurgitate and let it. I don't know. I want to come in pretty fresh. Yeah. So do you have muted words on Twitter? That's the important question. I have a couple. Yes. Not not okay. everything. I'll, I'll kind of skim past. I try not to. But Neil Druckmann, <laughs> Craig Mazin. <laughs> sure. Um. So yes. So. Even I was like, oh, I'm hearing the hype. I'm hearing all the people talking about how episode three is going to be like one of the most amazing hours of television ever, which I kind of hated the hearing that because I'm like, I don't, I don't like want to expect the best up to TV I've ever seen because that's not a good place to come in. And then it was, um, <laughs> it was funny. It was heartbreaking. It was emotional. It was happy. It was, it was so sad. And it was, it was perfect. Like the <laughs> acting, yeah. the acting was a uh, chef's kiss. Like just all the things, the story, like just the beats of the story, the pacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into it, but yeah, it was. It, it it did not disappoint, even coming in with all that hype. Mm-hmm. I, I for one, everyone's talking online about like, and again, I don't want to regurgitate into a microphone what I read on Twitter, but. Um, Everyone's saying Nick Offerman deserves uh, awards, and I would tend to agree. Uh, the thing that it's really made me do is say, I need to go back and watch Devs, because everyone thinks of him in Parks and Rec's terms, right? Of like, mm-hmm. yeah, that character from Parks and Rec's, Parks and Rec. Yeah. But my understanding is, and I don't know if either of you have seen Devs, mm-hmm. but he is a, he's a powerhouse in that too. So if anything, that shows that there's a lot of, comp- there's a lot of um, range with him, and that maybe I need to watch Devs. I mean, I love Ron. Ron Swanson is like one of the best characters on Parks and Rec. I love, I love me some Ron Swanson. I love how different this was because I haven't really seen him in anything else. And like, mm-hmm. typically, if he's in anything else, I just kind of feel like he's just playing himself, or he's playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so he's just he's so good in this. He's just mm-hmm. it, it's so out of everything about this episode took me by surprise. Like the deviation from the game took me by surprise. Though I, my brain goes to everyone's hyping up this episode, and I don't know the details about what it's going to be, but I'm assuming a rather not faithful adaptation from the game 
but I'm assuming something along those lines, right? Like so far, they have not changed much. That like maybe t- mine, yeah. maybe tiny little details, but they haven't taken something that happened in the game that you see happening and completely change it. Yes, and yep. go, oh no, this is you're going to come in, and it's going to be completely different. Like Comple- the same story beats, but yes. you're experiencing it in a completely different way, and. Um, what happens when Joel and Ellie get there is completely different. Um, which, yeah, that's it's the first time. Yeah, like you land them in the same spot. Yeah, it ultimately doesn't change the overall arc to Joel and Ellie. Like you just, mm-hmm. they're already set up. They have a car. They have all their things. Like, but how we got there is, I mean, way less, uh, I guess, traumatic and difficult for Joel and Ellie. Like mm-hmm. they literally just waltz on in. Um, at least in terms of like what happens in the game, I, it, it's completely different. And so I didn't know what to expect. I think my brain, because when people hype up things going like, it's the best episode of television of all time, I'm thinking like high octane violence yes. and energy and chaos and tense. And I'm just, it's a mess and I don't know how to feel. Yeah. And You're it was like... like- the second last episode of each Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones season, season. Exactly. is huge yeah. and it's an hour right. and a half and everything happens and people die and crazy stuff happens and it's constant yep. combat and like yeah. the pace and action is at a high level See, when I and think, you don't think that it's going to be this. When I think like I have a similar feeling like, of okay, so if I'm going to compare like zombie shows like The Walking Dead, early The Walking Dead. It was like when people were talking about that show, they were like, oh, my God, insane episode, best episode, blah, 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 blah. And it was always absolute chaos. People are dying left, right yep. and center. It's a it's it's a mess and it's it's violent and you're upset and screaming and everything's all going on like crazy. And this came in just with such a blindside that they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we're actually going to tell you a nice little love story that ends in a little mm-hmm. bit tragedy. And then you're going to feel a lot of emotions as opposed to. Here's explosions, you know? So, like, I was just completely thrown off by it all together. I didn't know when the other shoe was going to drop. And it really didn't. Like, that's the thing that was surprising. I like that twist about it is that there really wasn't, like, another shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. You think something terrible, terrible, terrible is going to happen. But it, it it doesn't? Well, it does, and it's beautiful. It's, right. Yes. Like, I mean, terrible is in, like, horrific. And, like, yeah. uh, like pessimistic and negative like what happens to frank in the video game right spoilers i was expecting something like that you know or like the breakup or anything and that didn't happen so i was like pleasantly surprised i was waiting for so spoilers if you haven't played the game and you're like maybe after this i'll play the game minute spoilers you still kind of know where we're going but um you basically in the game frank kills himself Bill is still alive when you get to Lincoln, Massachusetts, and you, Joel and Ellie, interact with Bill, and you find out that Frank had hung himself, I believe. Um, I don't remember if if he did it because he was sick or why. I don't remember why Frank... I think he did it because he was big. So I looked it up, yeah. He, He had left Bill, or sorry, yeah, he left Bill... And the note that, so I I checked to see what it was and it said he hung himself because he was bit and he left a note and the note was pretty much like, I can't stand you anymore. I had to leave. Um, You uh, like, I I realized I was wrong to try to leave to try to go get some car battery or something like that. But I wanted to get to a QZ zone because I couldn't stand living with you for another second. And like, that's just sad. It's so sad. And I didn't know it's. 
I think that this episode, the TV episode, um, just it followed they they knew what they were trying to do. They're trying to tell this little story and I didn't know how we were going to get there because yes. I thought we were going to kind of end in the same place. Yeah. That Frank was going to hang himself and that was going to be the traumatic end mm-hmm. to this episode. And that's why about, I don't know, halfway through the episode, I just started streaming tears already. <laughs> I know, cried like, through that like that a third of this episode. Yeah. A, a third i spent most of it yes. with a tear-stained face and <laughs> yep. and my and my husband going are you okay do you need a tissue i was like no i'm fine i'm gonna leave these tears on my face because <laughs> this is just the state that i'm in um so i thought that's where we were gonna go and then it, we still ended up in a place that left me very sad but it's actually a like happy tranquil yes. kind of peaceful end to it and that's why and i it, meant like not as like traumatic in, in, no. like in a, in a sad it's sad but not the same kind of sad it's like mm-hmm. one of the most like beautiful mm-hmm. little stories that i've ever seen contained within one single episode of television yep and i felt like i got everything i needed from it like i was like mm-hmm. i don't i didn't want it to be any longer i didn't want it to be any shorter i was like it's it's the perfect length to tell this little story of this relationship and and then Nick Offerman is crying when he's yeah. and Frank is telling him that he wants to go that because he has an illness. Yeah. Um, he's not bit. He just has a terminal illness. And he's yep. like, no, I don't. You know, I'm done. I'm OK. I'm done. I want to go out on my own terms with my, my dignity and this and that. And I don't want to push on you my, through that. Uh, best day ever. Yeah. We're going to have the best day ever. Gonna, oh, my God. Because this is my last day. I was like, oh, my yep. God, you're killing me. And then Nick mm-hmm. Offerman is sobbing. And I'm like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. This isn't okay, but yeah. yeah, it was it was utterly beautiful. I think I I was like tearing up during the section where um, their first meeting, and you know Frank tells Bill after a really nice dinner for them to him for him to go shower or no they they essentially like he figures out at the piano that like he's gay and maybe has been in the closet for his entire life, and you know essentially says like go shower and you know they go to the bedroom and that like really tender moment between the two of them mm-hmm. just like tears in my eyes and then obviously it was really nice to have them experience a life told over i think four different time periods mm-hmm. and then when we get to the end like you katie i was i was ugly crying <laughs> oh my god for for 15 minutes i was i couldn't at one point control myself like because i was watching it with jess and i couldn't i couldn't quietly cry I was like yeah. ugly, <laughs> oh, yeah. audibly crying because I just could not. No, there was no hiding it at all. Also, it's the first time too that we get like a character that's not Joel and Ellie really taking up like a major mm-hmm. piece in it, mm-hmm. and how they transitioned from like Joel and Ellie finding like a really terrible, ugly scene yeah. of people being killed because they couldn't fit into the QZ. As that, like that, is the transition to talk about Bill and Frank mm-hmm. is like in this really awful thing that we see is about to be something beautiful is was an interesting way to take it and it kind of emphasizes how how though that couple ends the fact that in this place in this world like it is it's so rare for people to go out uh, the way that they want to in mm-hmm. a in a calm peaceful way in like the way that they want to go it doesn't happen very often. Like right. people either get bit or they get killed by raiders or they, you know, whatever. The government kills them because 
there's too many of them and god forbid you have a couple extra people but um <laughs> but yeah it was it was it was framed in between these two sections of Joel and Ellie in a way that really I don't know it was, it was perfect mm-hmm. it put a little bow on it instead of the episode the episode ended with the with the uh, zoom out from the window because they had left the window open so that they wouldn't because yep. they're because they take care of their home very well and they're like well yeah. we don't want the, the house to smell because yeah. <laughs> it's a nice home it's a beautiful yeah. home yep um but yeah it's just bookended with these also great scenes yeah like great yeah. sections with joel and ellie and it, it's it bookends this great little story that also and you have joel and, and tess meeting them yeah and them having dinner cute. It was yeah. cute. It's and cute. Joel and Bill oh, interacting. So, so you still got Joel and Bill interacting, which is nice yeah. because yeah. I think that's important. So much mm-hmm. of this, I was, I literally wrote in my, because I, I sometimes take notes and I just kept writing, they're so cute. They're so cute. They're so cute. Like there's just so many cute little moments that I just couldn't, like, I was like, oh, they're just adorable, these two. And then, but that's why I was, like, I was just panicked at the sense that, like, something terrible is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Like, or, and I thought kind of like, you Katie that like it was how is it going to get its way to get to where the games were and my brain goes to like oh Bill's not going to be able to do it so there's not going to be enough uh he, he didn't medicate the drink and then Frank's going to yeah, wake up the next morning screw it up somehow it's exactly. going to be this, this Greek tragedy exactly where, yeah where his his is uh you know, partner is dead and he's still alive and he wants even, to be and now he's in it still. Or even Bill couldn't do it and yeah. Frank wakes up the next morning thinking oh. that he was supposed to and then wakes up <laughs> yeah. being like, I'm oh. still alive, I hate you and then goes and finds a way to kill himself. I thought that's where the tragedy was going to go and I'm very happy when we see that then Bill takes the drink too and I was like, oh, like, wow. And I have a little bit more... To- uh, to say about that but we can keep going I, yeah I mean I even thought because there's a scene where raiders attack their facility and Bill gets yes. shot in the gut and I thought I'm like are they about to flip it and Frank is actually the one who survives without Bill right. and that's the tragedy um, or even you know in, in the case of uh, you know when the when the tranquilizer scene the dinner happens and uh, you know pill bottle he grinds up a bunch of pills in the in the wine um, it took me a second because sometimes I have a, some slow cognition <laughs> where it, it took me a second to go like wait what is he saying is he saying that he took the pills too and that he's gonna die with him it I was like I was sad enough that Frank like was I was realizing this was it for Frank yeah. mm-hmm. but then realizing that Bill was also like them saying hey there's no more pills in the bottle oh it's because you took them oh no he's dying too mm-hmm. um it was yeah it was tragic and I appreciate the fact that they they deviated from the game but there was so much that they kept even the the cuz a note I, I went back and I watched the major cutscenes from part 1 that shared like the Bill and Frank moments and you can go around the house and find a note from Frank mm. that essentially says what you guys have said, which is that really mean like, yeah. Hey, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. And the device with which Joel and Ellie find out that Bill and Frank had passed away is also a note. I think is a really like nice touch. Yeah. It, it ties it in with the game, even though a different thing has happened. Yes. You're kind of hitting similar beats. Um, we already talked about Nick Offerman, but I I want to talk about him more. Yeah. So yep. The range that he shows in this yep. one sing in 
the episode is like an hour or 17 minutes, I yep. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's probably in it for a good, what, 45 minutes yeah. at least. Yep. Um, in 45 minutes, he does so much stuff. He mm-hmm. is a um, a survivalist who's in his bunker, and then everyone leaves, and he's like, "Hey, I'm on my own." And he's survivalist <laughs> guy, and he's going yep. around the town, and you got the the music playing, and I'm like, "Hey, this is fun," and we're bouncing, and we're happy, and he's got yep. his truck, and he's taking gasoline, and he's he's just got <laughs> like this like gleeful attitude about him, where he's like, "I'm good on my own, and I'm perfectly mm-hmm. happy," and and he has all his traps. And when one of the the infected sets off the trap and basically gets its head blown off immediately, yep. he's like, ah, oh, it never gets old. He's yeah. so pleased with himself. <laughs> and then he goes from that to so uncomfortable and insecure Yes, when Frank is um, basically saying, like, I, I know... You know, I know who you are and I know I understand you. Yeah. And he's so uncomfortable and he plays it so well. The and it's not overness. over the top. Like there's oh, a physicality he just, like, to it. Into himself. Yeah. 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 He just like shrinks down. Whereas right before that, he was like broad shouldered walking around town. He owns the place. He's like a child. He, he's acting like, he, a, yep, like a little. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. He's like scared to. Yeah. To like say too much Mm -hmm. and then even when he brings clothes in when before any of that happens when frank's just taking a shower because he's like can i please use your shower you know i'm disgusting um he he brings clothes and leaves them on like in the room for him and is he's just like uh uh, and he doesn't know where to leave the clothes and he's all uncomfortable and um and then and then you know through the relationship and it changes and it grows and like the relationship evolves and you see his attitude change Mm -hmm. as the relationship moves forward and then to him taking care of Frank and how that is, I'm like, so much happens in yeah. 45 minutes. And yes, I think he should, abs- if he's not nominated for his for a guest star role, then I don't know what, what I'm it revolting. takes. <laughs> I don't know what it takes. What yeah. do you have to do to yeah. get a nomination if he doesn't get one for this? Like, he has to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could also talk about um, Murray Bartlett, who uh, played yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Frank. And I didn't realize that Murray... Was I don't know if y'all watched the first season of White Lotus. No, but that he is Armand in in the first season of White Lotus, which the character is like the complete opposite. He's like a hotel playboy, does drugs, oh, like kind of character in White Lotus season one. So to see the texture and the subtlety that he brought to this role, I, I it actually took me going like. Yeah, Murray does such a great job, and Jess was like, "Yeah, do you remember that he was in White Lotus?" And I, it took me a second because he has a mustache, oh, okay. and I didn't realize it. So, um, he was also fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not complete without the two of them both bringing oh, sure. their A game. Yeah, and he was nominated for like Emmys for that. So, like, if he gets Emmy nominations for that, then our boy Nick Offerman needs them for this. <laughs> and I mean, even like the um the uh the note that was left, um kind of sets up because the game does a, a little bit differently in like the 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 cooling off of Je- uh, Joel and Ellie's relationship I feel like in the game they're cooler when they get to this point in the game like the the weirdness kind of um, right. has already gone away or like they realize that like oh they're in this for the long haul yeah. so they should be nice to each other but I feel even the device of like um in this case Bill being like people need good men like us to like take care of them mm-hmm. was an interesting way to do this. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you kind of see it at the beginning of the episode, even even though it is still they're still staying offish from each other. But mm-hmm. when she's sitting in the woods, she is covered with his jacket. Yeah. Because yep. he gave her his jacket because it's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he's already doing it, even though mm-hmm. he would say like, "No, I'm not. I'm not taking care of her." Like, what are you talking about? But no, yep. he is like in his actions. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's just so good. So yeah, the thing is about the Bill and Frank little mini bottle episode that we kind of got here mm-hmm. to me it really reflects the overall themes that the show seems to be going for so far right and we've got bill this like survivalist doesn't care about anyone hard person finding mm-hmm. frank and softening and moving from just surviving to living right like mm-hmm. you're not just surviving anymore now you are living with a purpose And you have something to live for and to die for. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, the note that he leaves for Joel kind of becomes the precipice that then Joel seems to have a bit of a change of heart. And and for anyone who knows the game, can be reflected in how Joel's going to change going forward Mm -hmm. in terms of his relationship with Ellie, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's going to live with a purpose, And he will die for that purpose if he has to. And Mm -hmm. he will make the hard choices at his, for his own detriment, because there is someone else in his life rather than just, yes, like he may have been with Tess, you know what I mean? But up until this point, he had only really just been surviving, doing what Mm -hmm. he had to do to survive. And that note kind of, not that it changed his mind but i think it's just reflective of where we're going to see the character go so it's kind of nice that we got this bottle episode that in turn is going to reflect hopefully the story going forward um with joel and ellie yeah you know what i didn't really realize that until you said it yeah but the show does set that set up bill and joel as parallel characters Mm -hmm. Way more than the game does, right? Because um, you don't really see Bill before. No. You don't see his, his his whole evolution and change. You you meet Bill. He's he's a survivalist. He mm-hmm. has his trap set up, and he's you know like get out of my town, all that good stuff. And we know that Frank left because he's mm-hmm. you know too hard, and he and Frank couldn't stand living with him anymore. Yeah. So you don't have that same like I feel like they are similar right. in the game. You can they mm-hmm. they're friendly with each other. They kind of understand each other. But, but not, the show, yeah. the show makes them parallel characters where they have a similar arc to them. Exactly. And that's really interesting. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it's interesting that like it's good that this bottle episode, while it may seem like well, what was the point? You know what I mean? Like. Okay, other than giving us all the things that Joel and Ellie need, it's just you're talking about a TV show that has themes that it's working with. And clearly mm-hmm. the themes here are either like, you know, finding purpose or like uh, like loving someone, like despite mm-hmm. the fact that you shut yourself off from everyone else. Like, I mean, heck, it was reflected in what Tess said. You never gave me what I wanted f- from you. Tess, yeah. Tess didn't give that to, Joel didn't give that to Tess. But... Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't she wasn't the person for him to give him a purpose in that sense, right? He was really just surviving up until that point. So the mm-hmm. fact that then, like, it's it's very indicative of where we're going to keep going, and maybe hopefully the grand themes of what the show is trying to the story the show is trying to tell. It wouldn't mm-hmm. just tell us this little tiny bottle episode if it didn't at least reflect the overall themes of the show itself, right? So I thought yeah. it was yeah, interesting the, when you see the, the the parallel there. The best bottle episodes 
typically characters forward or and also just give you a great moment like this exactly a great episode that Mm -hmm. anytime if 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 a well-made bottle episode comes out and people say what's the point it always just rubs the wrong way i'm like what do you mean what's the point then what's the point of any of this right if if a really good bottle episode it doesn't isn't worth watching then why are we watching anything yeah yeah I mean, the first thing you type in, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but like when you go on Twitter and you type in The Last of Us, like there's a lot of like, Last of Us woke and like <laughs> Last of Us agenda. I just and don't I knew even that look was at that stuff. Like, you don't know what Last of Us is about. It's about zombies. And I'm like, you're one, you're probably a bot, but two, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. This is exactly what Last of Us is about. Yeah. Did yeah. you not play Left Behind? You didn't? Okay, I get it. Yeah, you missed the whole point. Yeah. And even in in the game, it it's very clear that Bill yeah. and Frank were partners. Like yeah. it's not yeah. it's not like uh hidden or anything. It's mentioned explicitly. They don't yeah. say, "Oh, uh Bill and Frank were a couple and they're gay" cuz that's just ridiculous. People don't speak like that. No, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is it's mentioned very obviously that they were a couple and and yeah, as soon as even before when they were making the show, I was like Oh, people are gonna be mad. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I think even at one point, Ellie in the game like insinuates that she found a like. Oh yeah, there's a whole uh, thing. A porn magazine. Yeah. Yes, and it's like a men, like a like a gay porn. Yeah, magazine. in the truck. She finds it in, in the, the truck. truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or she finds it in the house. She, she, she finds it, it with her, and she yeah. opens it in the truck. And the pages are stuck together, and that's then the implication. Yeah, they're not actually. That's just uh, Ellie being clever. Right, but that's what Joel's she's like, saying. wait, what? And she's like, I'm kidding. She's like, I'm <laughs> fucking with you because it's Ellie. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I think I before we forget to talk about it, there's something very important that happens in this episode before we get to Bill and Frank, and it's a confirmation of what we talked about in episode two that Gluten Boy survives no. the pandemic because wheat is the problem. I swear to God. Yeah. Can yeah. you believe that? Do you want to get mean, into yeah. Min Max? Oh, uh, I mean, we can. <laughs> no, we I'll can save do that. it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay. Because I actually want to play you guys a clip um, from I took from Jess when I said uh, to her, hey, I'm going to survive the pandemic because I am allergic to gluten and won't eat wheat. And then I actually have a response for you that what she said. Oh, and I'm going to send it to you via Discord. Oh, fantastic. It's 15 seconds long. Enjoy. Can you repeat what you just said about me in the pandemic? Like if it was contaminated flour that got us? You'd win because of the flour, but you'd lose because you'd have to walk everywhere. Are you saying I hate walking? You hate walking. You you wouldn't make it very far. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Um, you know what? Um, (laughs) you've got me beat because I would have died from the gluten. Uh, many oh many God. times over i'd be so so dead um and then the walking i could walk mm-hmm. if you asked me to run i just get bored mm, walking I'm dead. i would just die of <laughs> boredom in the pen in this like next world i'd be like oh more walking oh my God. Uh, where's my phone not working uh no you wouldn't you'd be terrified in your house you'd be like up here you'd, you'd be anxiety level up here yeah. you'd be like the fungus uh people are i would live but then i would live a very short-lived life until i get bit by a zombie I mean, I've always said if a zombie, uh, you know, apocalypse yeah. happens, I'm I'm just gonna. Check I was out. surprised. Like, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go out like Frank. I was surprised <laughs> with which like how explicitly like he took the time to go through and be like, 
So they figure it was contaminated weed. That supply it was supply chains. The answer was supply chains. I couldn't believe it. He insane. Uh, yeah, that that part did make me laugh because he literally said a lot of the wheat, all of that stuff comes from the one place and it gets distributed all over the world. And I'm like, oh my god! And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is more exposition than we've been doing, but it makes sense. That he's saying it to Ellie, and it's also kind of informs you that Ellie doesn't wasn't taught any of the stuff and that like you know the government fedra doesn't doesn't teach you know all yeah there's a lot of things and, but, and missing that's the, from like, her education the core yeah. conceit of like how did this happen let's take two minutes and explain in our mm-hmm. world why this happened okay but i think yeah. if it happens again where they're like the fireflies are a group of rebels who just want to take down fedra and the government yeah, and get yeah. power back to the people then i might be like okay guys come on this is heavy-handed <laughs> yeah you can do yeah. a better way of of explaining the fireflies mm-hmm. than that mm-hmm. like we yeah we have faith in you but i hopefully not uh, we're going to go now into a segment we call Min Max, uh, which is a segment where we cover the Maxes, our favorite parts, and the Min, our least favorite parts of the episode that we just watched. Um, Katie, I, I know that you have two Mins here, um, but I would actually love to go first with my Max, if uh, if that's all right with sure. you. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. Um, this is actually about episode four, so maybe this is cheating. I don't know. Um, but we get a preview for episode four. And oh, I don't watch the previews. I don't watch what the happened? previews either. You but you can tell me. Okay, this is about this is about someone who's in the show. Almost, yeah, almost yeah, any care. show that I watch, when it's like next time, I'm like, no, nope. I, I turn off. If it's a yeah. show that I'm in on, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna watch it. I just go like, nope, I don't want to hear it mm. for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, I don't want nothing. Yeah. Um, but s- go ahead. So my max in this case is Melanie Linsky is going to play a rebel leader in the next episode of the show. Um, Melanie Linsky is in Yellow Jackets. If you've seen that, have you guys seen Yellow Jackets? I've not seen it, but I know who she is. Okay, She was Rose in Two and a Half Men. That's what I know her from, which is (laughs) wild to think about that she's, you know, playing these really gruff roles now. Um, But uh, but no, she's playing a a character that represents, um, you know, there are rebels in Last of Us in an incident that happens right after uh, the Bill and Frank stuff. Um, There's not really named characters in that instance, but she's playing the leader of the group that they face in that section of the game. Uh, so like I, a raider group. Yeah, mean. exactly. Okay. The raider group. I knew exactly what was happening when I saw in the in the previews. We sorry guys. We get a car that <laughs> drives up with like the same yeah. kind of design as the car in the game, and then um, the same trap of like someone pretending to be sick while they're driving so that they can steal their car. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, I know what's happening here. This mm-hmm. is great. And so um, I'm just really excited for episode four. And I feel like I just gave my min right before we started min max of like, hey. Um, I don't like how they very explicitly, like, I'm cautious about how they are explicitly explaining what the gluten thing is. If they do it again, I'm going to be in not a good place. Those are my mins, my min max. Yeah, I'm also I, very much looking forward yeah. to that scene with, because I'm curious how they're going to handle it with Joel. Although they have, um, they've steered a little bit away from how uh, soft, how much softening happened in the first episode where they've explicitly said like, we're bad people. Yep. Even though you haven't seen them do super bad right. things, I'm assuming that they're going to be straightforward with some of the bad things that Joel has done before this yep. and be more specific coming up. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, couldn't you just imagine if someone from this group he stole from 
and they realize that it's Joel and then they just like decide to exact revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Katie, are you are you next or is Travis next? I feel like you need to be next because you have two mins. I can, I can be next. Yeah, go for it. Um, you know what? I thought so much about my mins. I forgot my maxes. <laughs> I'm going to come back with a max after Travis. But, okay, okay, mins. I have mins. I brought the mins. Okay, nice. My first min. This is more of a nitpicky thing, but the fact that the fact that Bill gets shot in the way that he does when the raiders attack their little their little town, their little home was to me preposterous. <laughs> he is standing in the middle of the road yeah. just yeah. shooting at them yeah. while they're shooting at him. He yeah, has, literally. He has a hunting rifle with a scope on it. Mm-hmm. The man would have built a little crow's nest somewhere in the town and he'd be like, yeah. that's where I'm going to yep. shoot from if anybody ever comes at me. Yep. He's not going to stand in the middle of the road in like the middle an idiot. Of the road. No. That's, that's stupid. Yep. Or he would have yeah. been behind something. Like, yeah. he's... He's not the I Punisher. Can't. No, you're no. And also, he had a rifle. It's not like he had a shotgun, and yep. he's like, "No, I have to get close to shoot them." No, you have you a rifle with a guns. scope. Yeah, you could have been across the whole place. I it it bothered me. I'm like, Bill is smarter than this. I'm just saying. And also, you his get traps. Stupid when you're in love. <laughs> well, you you turn into an idiot. Please. Yeah. <laughs> God. You get sloppy. I, I was I was bothered. Oh. Um. Okay, my other men is a more more serious men. So, there is a scene near the beginning of the episode with Joel and Ellie when um, they go into this building. Joel's like, oh, I have a stash in there with mm-hmm. some stuff. And they go in and then Ellie's like, well, I'm going to peek around and try and right. find some stuff. And he's like, you're not yep. going to find anything. She's like, I bet I will. So, she finds this little trap door that wasn't found. Crawls down there. Um, see, sees a box of tampons. It's like, score. Yes. Good job, girl. Um, <laughs> and then sees an infected that's kind of like stuck under a bunch of rubble but it's alive still and it's like kind of growling at her and then the whole scene was very strange she's psycho because she (laughs) i didn't there's a lot of choices that were made in that that i'm like i don't get it so yeah she comes across as a little crazy she taunts it in a way but but also even before that, when she had been talking to Joel about the infected, it was she talked about them with like kind of a lot of empathy. Like she was like, but they're but they were people. Does that bother you? And he's like, yeah, sometimes. And she's like, yeah. And it seems the way she, from the way that she says it, that it would bother her also. And then she looks at it and she it's not a, had she said something like, I wonder if they bleed. I wonder if this happens. Or I wonder when they get cut, do spores come out? Nothing like that was ever said. She just kind of like <laughs> yeah. slowly cuts it across its forehead for no reason, just to look at it and looks at it in a very just like dead eyed kind of way, almost like a little kid, like like torturing an animal or something. And it would have been worse had the infected, like if yeah. the infected had been like moaning, it had been like crying out in pain or something, it would have been worse because it doesn't really react in any way. Right. But it still was weird. And I'm like, it's why weird. are we doing this? And then she angrily. So at first she's emotionless mm-hmm. and just kind of like cuts it a little bit. Then she's angry and stabs it. And then, which I get. I'm just, I don't know why or where it's going to go with that. I don't. Right. I don't like, know. If what it, is the purpose? And I don't where, know if we're going to. What are they changing? T- yes. Are we going to tie this? Because there is something that happens in, in the first game slash DLC that 
if they're kind of, if they're going to try and tie it to that a little bit, they can. I still think it's an odd scene and just like some weird choices were made and and it made me uncomfortable, which usually is something that I like. Like I like when media makes me uncomfortable, um, but it was just like an odd choice. I, was, I didn't know what to make of it. And maybe I'll feel better about it, you know, later in the season. But right now I feel weird. I super yeah. disagree with you. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so I thought of it okay. like in, in two parts in like, and again, we know stuff that the average viewer wouldn't know. Like we know what happens in Left Behind. We know like the, the story that leads to her bike, mm-hmm. right? So in my perspective, it's it's two things. It's the first is exactly what you said. I thought of like a kid dissecting a frog in high school. Yeah. Pulling, or, pulling wings off a bug. Or like using a magnifying glass on an ant. Like that's exactly what she was doing at the first part. There's that like childlike innocence of I'm in a like this thing's vulnerable. I'm powerful. I'm just going to like see what happens when I poke it with my stick or in this case a knife. And then the second part is oh, but I know the inherent evil that that is Mm -hmm. involved here. And I've seen the consequences of what happens if I let one of these things kind of, you know, uh, run rampant. So I'm just Mm -hmm. not going to take any precautions. So I thought I I fully understood the killing part. Mm -hmm. The killing part, I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. It was the little preamble that was just, it it struck me as a little strange. Yeah. How old is, at least like 14, right? She 14. said she's 14. Yeah, she's yeah. 14 See, had years she, old. No, if she was nine, I'd be like, I understand it better. But she's but like 14 four, in pandemic times. So in pandemic I don't like, times, no, no, no. you're I don't very mature in some ways, but in other ways, like we've we've heard it from her specifically that like she doesn't know shit about the world because Fedra doesn't teach her anything, right? So in my mind, it's like you're super mature in the way that like you know how to start a fire and you can stab a zombie if you need to, but also you don't know anything about the world in front of you. So you're childlike in certain ways. It's like how but boys don't mature until people. they're like 25 years old. <laughs> extremely true yeah um but she interacts with people we're talking like yeah she's immature like oh my god a car this is the coolest thing ever a plane you were in the air like all that stuff yeah but like it just was weird i don't know i don't know about the 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 direction choice Mm -hmm. for for the acting for that is it's just i was like what are we trying to do like what was what was that Mm -hmm. i'm not clear on what that was as far as like the emotional track Mm -hmm. of that scene i just wonder when we get the revelation of like what happened Mm -hmm. because that's gonna be that's gonna have to be another capsule episode i think yes and maybe it'll be probably episode seven or episode eight at this at this point just sharing what happened and how the bite maybe it's like the penultimate episode is actually like before the finale happens we get the but how does she end up in this place in the first place i would think Mm -hmm. later in the season is my guess yeah but yeah but who knows that was two mins. Well done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I know what Good I had job. one more if I needed it. Oh wow! That's a, it's another cheap nitpicky one, but I was like, I'll have it as a backup in case I need it. <laughs> they crushed like thirty pills into that wine, and the wine looked totally normal. It should have been kind You've of been weird crushing looking, pills in milky. your wine. I. No, but if you put a bunch of chalk into some wine, like it's going to look weird. It's going to be a little frothy. It's going to be milky looking. And I'm like, that looks like a like fantastic Merlot or something. Like, what is that? (laughs) Well, not a Merlot. Like a, like a. A beautiful cab stove. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Like that doesn't have 30 pills in it. Yeah. Please. Uh, My max is the wine that they had because that was a beautiful pairing. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Rabbit and wine? Oh yes. Well done, Bill. Well done, Bill. He would have wooed the pants off me. Travis, you're next with your Minimax. <laughs> um, okay, I'll start with my min. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I truly did not like Joel explaining mm. the pandemic to Ellie. I we've discussed it on previous episodes. I believe that I would rather just not have an explicit answer and Joel giving a yeah, we all woke up on Thursday, had a bowl of cereal, and the whole world died the next day. Like, I don't <laughs> like that. Like, it was I don't, a lot. It was a lot of detail. It was too much detail. Yeah, and I it don't, went on a long time. It doesn't, and like, that's where then you can poke holes in it. And that's where you get those crazy conspiracy theory internet people that like you two were last week. And like, going on about like, well, how does that work? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and now literally he was explaining it. And my brain went to like, how did it get across the world in one day? And how did it like, and I started doing it mid episode, like as I'm watching it. And I was like, damn it. I need to stop. I don't care. It's a moot point. It doesn't matter. But I did not like that. I would rather there be ambiguity. And in that same vein, I'm disappointed that there wasn't a scene before the, uh, opening credits. Oh yeah. Because I kind of liked that we were, I would have rather, just give me a progression on that and still make it vague. But like, I liked those scenes in the last two episodes and, it's, and I get why we maybe didn't have one this episode because the episode was about Bill and Frank. Yeah. But you already, you already I, needed to do a lot of things in an hour yeah. and it almost an hour 20. Right. And I get it. It's totally justifiable. I just, I don't like the explicit answers given. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want it. I'd rather it be vague. The mystery is more fun mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter. Like, what does it matter? Who cares? Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. Like, they're all going to die. Like, it's it, it's well past the point of, like, don't eat a bowl of cereal. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know? Like, it's... So, I don't know. That's my min. I'm done. That's fine. Um, My max is uh, Ellie finding that Mortal Kombat 2 yeah. um, arcade that game. That's cool. And the fact that she said her favorite character is Melina is totally in character yep. because... Melina is sexy hot chick that can also rip your face off with her teeth. That seems like something Ellie would be totally down Boobs with. Boobs and like, teeth. Sounds she, like something for Ellie. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh yeah, she rips off her mask and she can eat people and spit out their bones. I'm like, yeah, Ellie would love that. Yeah. And she's also has, like, she's just like perfection. And like, and also Melina's chaotic. Melina is just mm. like pure chaos as a character. I'm big. I like I'm Mortal Kombat stuff. Mm-hmm. But regardless... I was like, oh, that makes sense. Someone knows what they're talking about when they wrote that scene. And yeah. so I was I was happy about that. Um, my Maxes. I'll expand on that. You just said, um, she, you know, she loves Melina and Melina is chaotic. Ellie yep. is so chaotic and I yep. love it. Mm-hmm. She yes. is she is she almost breaks everything she touches just because she, <laughs> she's like she has to like really get in there like like the the hand on the grandfather clock she's like yes. no i gotta turn it and then it breaks off and she's like ah um she's shoving on the mirror in the truck and then the mirror yeah. like goes over and i thought she was gonna break it she didn't quite but joel's like never been in a car before have you and she's like no <laughs> she's so excited um that childlike stuff i really like mm-hmm. just because yes. she's like i'm so excited like it brings this levity to this mm-hmm. really like sometimes heavy story when she's just so excited about random things um and then when i just have to revisit like 
Nick Offerman in the joy on his face when he's the only man in town and he yeah. can run around and do whatever he wants. And the music choice was so perfect. And I, I love that whole scene so much. It was, it was, it was just fun. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, we're having fun with Nick before, you know, bad things happen. The really fun part with that is like Nick has the don't tread on me like libertarian flag in his basement. And I'm like, this is a libertarian's dream that like there is no longer a government to tread on him. And all he's going to decide to do all day is just like essentially sit outside of his compound and just say like, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. (laughs) was just like was perfect. But he's also going to. He's also going to cook a perfectly herbed lamb yep. and pair yeah. it with his wine of choice. Yep. And he's going to play he's some gonna... peony. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that sounds lovely. And then watches an infected gets his head blown off. And yeah. like, oh. Get a little chuckle. That's his like nighttime. He's like uh, dateline, you know, after his dinner. He's like, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just he's a happy man. We have to mention the chuckle in the letter itself. The he oh, he, yeah. he 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 <laughs> so good yeah yeah, yeah is it? It, I assume this is Joel reading this because if it's not Joel you would have died from one of my traps <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he loves setting them up so much I'm like yeah. oh and also oh, so um, funny. uh Bill just like out there chopping wood and making stuff because yep. Nick Offerman is infamously a, a like excellent. Uh, like a woodworker uh, craft yes woodworker and like uh, excellent craftsmanship mm-hmm. and makes like amazing stuff and i'm like oh he got to like just be like yeah i'll chop wood that sounds yeah awesome. why not mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all of it there's just yeah there's amongst this episode where i cried more than i have watching almost anything i also just like smiled and laughed and giggled at so much of it like just the, the ups and the downs man it was just jam-packed Travis, how happy were you that Anna Torv came back for a guest appearance? I know. I saw her face and I was like, she's not done yet. So (laughs) I don't think we'll get any more of her. I can't imagine. There's no purpose to bring to having any more of her. But I was very happy to get just a smidge of a scene with her. You could still get her when we talk about the Fireflies because she was involved with the Fireflies. Or even if like this next episode, we get the rebels that, you know, Joel and um, and, uh, Anna Torv... Test. test have history thank you um she yeah. can be brought back again and before i forget to yeah, say it also i don't want to overdo it yeah. but i do like i do i was happy to see her just for one little scene. and before i forget to mention it um we found out this week that annie Worshing passed away um which given mm-hmm. that we just you know we i spoke about her at length in our last episode is just like incredibly sad um mm-hmm. so again i just wanted to to call that out and you know uh, thoughts and Thoughts with the with her family and her colleagues, uh, especially those from Naughty Dog and the actors who played characters in The Last of Us who were sharing wonderful memories of, you know, getting to to play with, with Tess, with Annie, um, really just like, it, it was very sad. She was 45, yeah. died of cancer. Crazy. Awful. That's crazy. Awful. Yeah. hmm Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree with all that. Cancer sucks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, before we go into the end here, I do, uh, one more thing. Also kind of a Tess moment. Te- I love that Tess and Frank have bonded. And yeah. it's the classic yeah. thing of like they've bonded and then they're dragging their partners along. Yes. And yeah. they're like, and their partners are like, I guess we're friends now <laughs> because those two are good friends. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll set up a code with the radio. Yeah. 80s music means trouble and this and that. And they're like, oh, and what kind of wine is that? And like, oh, and they're like, yeah. they're just, they're, yeah. they're like quickly very good so friends. Much. And then Joel and, uh, and Bill are just looking at each other from across the table and they're like, mm. 
all right, I guess, I guess, I guess we're friends now. Yeah. yeah. Even in the letter saying, along. I don't like you, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but you know, yeah. Perfect. Um, I think that's all we're going to say this week about um, a perfect piece of television. Uh, episode three <laughs> of The Last of Us. Uh, we have six more episodes of this to go that we are going to be releasing weekly. So stick around for those. Uh, if you've made it this far, do us a favor. Do us two favors, actually, because you love us. The first favor is give us a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice. We have zero reviews, basically, on on Spotify, so we'd super appreciate getting those reviews because they truly, truly, truly do help more people hear the show. And uh, people hear about podcasts from personal recommendations. So if you are watching The Last of Us and you somehow found our little podcast uh, covering the first season of the show, send it to a friend and be like, hey, these guys are kind of funny. They're friends and they talk about things and it's exciting. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Send it to a friend. I guess that's what I have to say. Uh, you can find all things cutscenes at cutscenes underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. We do most of the things on Twitter. So I would say follow us there if you can. Um, Travis, uh, where can you be found on the interwebs? I'm on the interwebs on Twitter. You can find me at Travis Quant. Katie. I'm going to do the same thing and do the same little shoulder shimmy that you did when you said it. <laughs> I can be found on Twitter. I am Lesperak. L-E-S-P-E-R-A-K. That's where you can find me. Uh, and you can find me on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on on Hive Social, on TikTok at Jacob McCourt, J A C O B M C C O U R T. And fun thing, uh, the three of us are going to be a, on a panel. If you're going to PAX West by any chance, no, nope. oh, I yeah, fucked it friend. up. I fucked I fucked it up on the tweet, and I'm I'm not going to fuck it up twice. Thank you. If you're going to PAX East in Boston, uh, which just so happens to take place where the oh first God. right around where the apocalypse happens uh please come <laughs> find us uh march 24th at 7 30 p.m eastern in the condor theater uh we are doing video game trivia uh i will be hosting katie and travis will be there and some wonderful friends will be there um roxanne sabo flora marigold brendan groom kyle stevenson uh yeah if you're a pax find us that's all uh we end the show Yay! with a quote uh, and here's that quote right now. Here's the thing, Frank. If I feed you, then every bum you talk to about it is going to show up here looking for free lunch. And this is not in Arby's. Arby's didn't have free lunch. It was a restaurant. Hey. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Very good, very good. Bye. 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 Scenes, a video game movie podcast. Um, okay. Also, when you play the song, I can't hear it until I hear cutscenes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and Travis just we go stare like, at each other and we go like, and we then can't it, hear it. And then uh, hold on. I don't need to hear hold it. No, 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 no. Why you didn't? Why'd you tell him? I thought it would be funny. We could have made it the whole season. <laughs> Hold, has it been the whole time? No. Every no. now Ever? and then it'll you like slip it. through for like a split second. Hear, and it'll like cut a snip? back out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, no, we can't. Sometimes I hear it and sometimes I don't. Sometimes we hear it. Okay, hold on. Usually we don't hear it. No, wait, I heard it when it started. Go farther away. You don't hear it. No, go farther away. Somewhere else? Put the phone anywhere else. I don't even believe you that it's playing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no.
No. I, I'm, I'm actually shocked. Oh, see, I, I heard the ching. Yeah, ching. Yeah. 